Hello, world. Hey, world. Hello, world. Welcome to Hello, world. The future is female. Hey world, welcome back to another episode of Hello World, The Future is Female. Now today's special guest is someone who thought outside of the box and has made the most out of this pandemic, something I find really interesting. So before we get into this conversation, let me introduce Anya Sharma. Currently a senior at Columbia University, she pursues her passions of traveling abroad while also staying focused on her studies at Columbia. And uniquely, she's actually been spending her semester in London while also managing to take her online classes. More than a lifetime's worth of experience and her unwavering work ethic to make the most of this pandemic, it was imminent that Anya was showcased on this podcast. As everyone will see later, Anya is truly changing the world by pursuing more of an unconventional educational route. This definitely inspires young leaders out there to maybe look into this option and stay positive. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this interview. Yeah, of course. So... As I mentioned in the intro, you're currently residing in London, but you're still taking your online classes with Columbia. What are the benefits of kind of studying abroad and when do you know you wanted to do So I actually studied abroad last semester, my junior spring at UCL, um, which was obviously completely in person because it was it was before the pandemic started. And I decided I wanted to study abroad at UCL um, well, I've always loved I've always loved London, and I think being that I've grown up in New York City and go to university in New York City, I really needed a change. Uh, so I thought I thought there was no no better place to be than London. Really, um, also all of the other programs. I speak Spanish, but I didn't really want to go into, go to Spain. Um, London was really where I wanted to study abroad. I've also had friends that are older than me that have done the same UCL. UCL is University College London, it's University in the city of London. And I had a couple older friends that have done the same program. So I've, I've really got to hear from the pro- about the program firsthand. So yeah, so that's what, that's what influenced that decision. And then when the pandemic happened uh, in March, everyone was sent home from the program. I mean, people could say if they wanted to, but obviously everyone wanted to be in lockdown with their families because no one knew what was going on. And I was really devastated. I'd only got to spend two months in London and it was cut short. I still had my apartment there. I still, there was still so much I wanted to do there. Uh, On the weekends, I was traveling with my friends to different cities. We had travel plans for March and April that had been canceled. So I was really unsatisfied. I left really upset, really unsatisfied. And honestly, there's no better news to me that Columbia would be 100% online in the fall because that was an opportunity for me to go live in London again and sort of continue my experience. Yeah, that's really cool how you're just taking advantage of and making kind of the most out of the experiences, even though you did have to go home for a short while, you found a way to kind of still pursue what you wanted to do, which was in London. So I guess kind of piggybacking on that and how are you still making the most out of your senior year, even though it's the pandemic? Well, firstly, I think being in London is a great way for me to make the most out of my senior year. It actually happens that a lot of my friends at Columbia are from London. So when I'm in London, I actually get to spend a lot of time with my Columbia friends, which is quite funny because I'm used to spending time with them in New York and also friends of mine that have graduated. So it actually it actually works out very well that even though I'm not at school, I still get to spend a lot of time with my with my Columbia friends. And I think also, even though I'm not on campus, I still 
I still feel a part of it. I still feel like a Columbia student, but at the same time, because I am a senior and I've had three full years being on campus, it actually feels a lot better to be pursuing this new opportunity, spending time in London where things are open, I can travel, I can do different things, and I get to still be with my Columbia friends. So it's kind of like experiencing time with other Columbia students, but in a completely different environment. Kind of going off of that ideal college experience kind of being taken away, I know many incoming freshmen are contemplating that gap year and taking that and maybe getting more life experience or traveling the world or wait for that normal college experience. But do you recommend any incoming freshmen students in college taking that gap year? Yeah, I think if if I was going to be starting college in the fall of 2021, I would absolutely take a gap year. I think... Um, well, we don't know if things are going to be normal by the fall of 2021. If things will be normal, then I would go. But assuming that things won't be normal, I would absolutely take a gap year. I really think freshman year, you need to be on campus. You need to be experiencing that. There's really, there's no other way to, freshman year, you make, like, you make friends and then you learn more about yourself and you make new friends and it sort of determines the rest of your college experience and I really don't think you could have that proper experience unless you took a gap year. In my opinion, I think my freshman year, being on campus, experiencing campus, experiencing the social life on campus, experiencing going to the library with your friends, walking around, seeing people, saying hello, just sort of becoming a part of it is so, so important to freshman year. I really I really would urge a freshman to take a gap year if classes are still going to be online. Right. And to just follow up on that, how do you avoid kind of getting lazy and making the most out of the gap year that you're taking? Well, I think, you know, when you're taking a gap year before before university, you you're taking the gap year with the assumption that you're going to be going to you're going to university the following year. Um, I think the, the best way to not. I mean, it really depends on the person, of course, but I think as long as you don't take that gap year to just do nothing, as long as as you sort of create a plan for yourself, if you have a different interest that you want to pursue, I think it's important to take, to make sure that you plan to outline your time rather than just taking the gap year and then pushing it off like, okay, I'm interested in this, but you know, I don't need to do it now. And the gap year really is the only time that you're going to get to do that. So I think being really serious about pushing yourself to pursue something is definitely important in making sure you get the most out of your gap year. Right. And I guess more on kind of your college experience. I've continuously said that you're following more of an unconventional educational route. And not to mention, I believe your major is actually philosophy, which seems really interesting and intriguing to study. And I guess I'm curious as to what this entails it's one of the best departments at Columbia. It's a very, I wouldn't say it's a popular major at Columbia, but it's not an unpopular major. It's not an unpopular major either because the philosophy department at Columbia is so, so fantastic. Um, so I think, you know, part of me choosing Columbia was that I was interested in philosophy, but also I think part of me choosing philosophy was the influence at Columbia. Um, but I think overall, I've really always enjoyed writing and arguing. I was very interested in international affairs and political science in high school, Uh, so I loved discussing those topics, but political science and international affairs, a lot of what you discuss, a lot of what everything is based on are just 
the like principles of ethics and different philosophical systems that different countries follow fundamentally that shape their decision making and really at the heart of that study is the study of like economic political philosophy and ethics uh and because of that i think i was really drawn to philosophy once i learned once i was old enough to really understand what it was about political science that i loved it wasn't so much the actual political theories it was more the philosophy behind decision making and i had a really good advisor in high school and she always told me she thought i would love philosophy and would love to be a philosophy major so it sort of all came together that's really cool and i never actually kind of thought of philosophy as the mix between kind of science and writing and that's really really interesting so i guess as a quick follow up how do you get better at writing so i've always i've always really enjoyed writing and to a certain extent it, it it comes naturally to me but i think there's a lot of work to be done to improve it writing's one of those things it's a skill that you need to improve and at my high school we had to do we had a lot of writing to do uh, from research papers to personal essays to essays on literature there was always tons and tons of writing it was very writing focused and so i always got to practice different styles of writing because in any class i took writing was a huge part of it in science classes writing research reports which were 10 pages long in history classes writing um research papers that you know on topics that we had to find and research ourselves in english classes writing personal essays or writing essays on particular literature that we've read has really uh, changed it. I think there first thing is show not tell when you're writing a personal essay. Really when you're writing any essay but for a more research or research based or like explanatory expository essay I think it doesn't apply as much it's mostly for a personal essay you want to follow the principle of show not tell that's the first sort of principle of writing that's really changed my my writing skills the second is how to create a title and i think the best titles are either titles that are one word or titles that have a colon So I have I have this one a paper I wrote on talented Mr. Ripley it's the title is conventional morality colon a victim of its own dirty mind. So that's an example of a of a title with a colon. Um but yeah I think those are the two main writing lessons that I've learned also just how to be concise just learning how to be concise that's a that's a skill that you that you gain you write an essay you read each sentence you cross out what doesn't matter and the more that you do that the more it becomes ingrained. Right. And I I definitely agree just practicing and writing a lot can definitely improve your skills like especially reading. I know that reading a lot of books can just increase your vocabulary and I think that's really really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what's your experience doing online classes? I think in general, I think like the college experience should be in person. Um I wouldn't give up my 3 years of in person at all. I think it's impossible to stay as engaged as you need to be with online classes and if i wasn't a senior i'd be really upset to have online classes but i've had 3 full years of in person of in person classes i think it's really important to be in that academic environment just the energy on campus and just being face to face in classroom with your peers getting to engage with them directly is so important but I I think at this point in my life because I've had that experience I'm very happy to have online classes I actually really like it I have a I have a great 
I have a very open schedule. I can take classes at my own leisure because they're all recorded. So I can sort of choose my own schedule, take classes at the times that work for me. It, it allows me to do so much more. It allows me to travel. It just allows me to plan my day in a way that in the way that I want to. And I think at this point in my life, that's something that I really value more than being on campus. But for the past three years, the ability to actually be in person with my peers and my classmates was so special. Right. And I guess kind of as a final overarching question that kind of cohesively brings this podcast together about women empowerment and changing our world. How do you plan to change the world now or even in the near future? So I think that you know, people change the world in big ways and in little ways. And I think I um, always have wanted to change the world in my own my own small ways. In high school, I did a lot of advocacy work on behalf of women in underdeveloped countries through this uh, program at the UN I did called Girl Up. And I've worked on political campaigns, talking to people about women's rights issues and other important issues to me. I've always wanted to change the world, but again, in, sm- in small ways, you know, and I think, and I think moving forward, I'll continue to do that. I think just by being a confident, a confident woman in male dominated fields is a small way of changing the world. I think supporting other women is a small way of changing the world, which ends up if more and more women do that, it becomes a big change. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I really appreciate how you say that changing the world doesn't necessarily mean inventing something new or making this big like uh, proposal for something. It's it's the little things that eventually build up to something big. Thank you so much for taking the time to tell some of, of the course. different options and like the different options students can pursue. Also, like one major takeaway I definitely took was that it can be really interesting to take a different approach to school or do something that isn't the most popular, like simply just living in dorms or going to school for four years and yeah. such. So you're really informing some other teens and even college students out there to do something unique and take advantage of their education. I definitely admire that. So thank you so much. Thank you, Isabella. It's great talking to you. So that's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, guys.